It is Wednesday, September 27th. This is Run That Back. I'm Scott Bunn. And I'm Tom Chalmers, and this is your Indie Sports Radio. I yell that date because it's my birthday. It is your birthday. Oh, with, there's there's a present. Oh, there's a present? Yes. Oh, well, isn't Run That Back the present? Uh, it is, but uh, also, yeah. Uh, I like how I look to see what the date was. And then I was like, oh, right, I forgot. So it's my birthday. Happy birthday to run that back and to all of us. How about that? And Scott Bunn, yes. Uh, Well, great. Uh, And uh, so we decided to throw a party. (laughs) Yeah, we do have a full There's a lot of people in the studio right now, which is great. It's how it should be. Yeah, Um, we've got a big show a little bit later in the program. We'll be bringing on my daughter, Stella, Mm -hmm. Stella Bunn, to be talking about Taylor Swift and the National Football League. Yes. And we've got members of the Blue Ridge Roller Derby who are here who will be talking all things roller derby. We're really excited about that. There's we, some great local sports coming up even sooner than that. Even sooner than that. So over the years, we've been on the air for 10 years. Uh, we've had members of Blue Ridge, formerly Blue Ridge Roller Girls, and now Blue Ridge Roller Derby um, on formerly Steve Steve Saxinger. We also did a name change. So many formalities. Yeah. Uh, And now run that back. And so we're really excited to have members of the team here today. Hello. How are you? And welcome to Run That Back. Hello. We're so excited to be here. Uh, Great. So uh, if you would be so good as to go ahead and uh, uh, introduce yourself, how you are known uh, on the team or otherwise, and uh, what is your... uh, uh, role. Yeah, so I guess I'll get started. Um, my name is Femme, um, or Cherche la Femme is the whole name. Um, nice. But uh, I am currently the treasurer or finance chair of Blue Ridge Roller Derby. Um, I skate on our, our B team, our retrogrades team, that's our travel team, our, our uh, competitive travel team. Um, and I am also a member of our home team, the Swarm. Nice. We're going to need to know definitions Absolutely. of all of yes, those things, but we that. will come back. Next. Yeah, so I'm Tawanda, um, or T-Dub for short. Um, I've been skating off and on for roughly 10 years with Blue Ridge. Um, I am in charge of, well, not in charge, but I work with training our newer skaters. Um, and I'm also a part of a committee, morale, welfare, and recreation. So making sure everyone's taken care of on the league. I love that morale. Yeah. That's so yeah. great. That's a really cool thing. Okay. And lastly, um, yeah, my name is Nigel Thorne Scary. <laughs> um, but Thorne. Thorne. For short. Um, yeah, I am a captain of one of the travel teams, and I am also on the Swarm home team, which we'll explain later. Yeah. Um, and I've been skating with Blue Ridge for about a year and playing derby for, I think, about five years. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, we'll, there's a lot to, obviously, you know, each time we have, there is a reorientation of just how is it that uh, roller derby is uh, approached in, in and, and bouts and things like that. But let's just start with the, the name change. So uh, all, the, all the previous times, we have welcomed the Blue Ridge uh, Roller Girls, and now it is the Blue Ridge Roller Derby. And uh, I understand there's a, a handful of reasons for why that is. And yeah. uh, for what we've heard so far, it all sounds pretty great. So uh, just let us know when this came about, why, and what it now means for a more expansive uh, you know, a set of teams. Yeah. So, um, so formerly, uh, our team was called the Blue Ridge Roller Girls. Um, and I think the name changed happened, I think technically, um, maybe about four years ago or even longer than that now, but, um, but we, um, have officially changed our name to Blue Ridge Roller Derby. Um, and we, we did that to kind of add a more inclusive tone to the name. Um, 
a little bit more professional too, if you kind of want to skew it that way. But mm-hmm. um, we um, picked Blue Ridge Roller Derby as kind of a, a big movement among the the sport as a whole um, to be more uh, inclusive towards people of all types of genders that want to play roller derby. Um, Blue Ridge uh, as a team plays with anybody that wants to play, no matter what gender you are. So, um, so um, we we did change our name to Blue Ridge Roller Derby to be a little bit more inclusive of that. And yeah, it kind of reflects like on a larger scale, like mm-hmm. the international derby community. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask yes. about that. If it, yeah, but keep going. Yes. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, roller derby is one of the first um, like professional sports to be like the most trans inclusive. Mm. So um, really just like however people identify, however they say, then they can play the sport. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> um, and so um, so why don't we get into the basics of the sport itself? Uh, it's It's been a couple of years since we've had uh, representatives of your team on the show. And again, there have been, uh, I think our audience may have been to some roller derby bouts, um, but then maybe haven't. So uh, tell us, uh, yeah, tell us a, a little bit of the basics and and then we can get into sort of like how you guys got involved. But yeah. So um, so there's several different types of roller derby. Um, we play um, by a rule set that's under the Women's Flat Track Derby Association or WUFTADA, you might hear us call it sometimes. Um, there's also banked track roller derby, like kind of what you saw on TV in the mm-hmm. 1970s with mm-hmm. the sloped mm-hmm. curve track. Um, there's also the Men's Roller Derby Association, the Juniors Roller Derby Association. There's uh, the USA Roller Sports. Um, all of them play by slightly different rules, um, kind of like NFL and XFL are both football, um, but it's sort of the same game with different tweaks. But we play under the Women's Flat Track Derby Station rule set, and you guys are calling it correctly. They're called bouts, not games. Thank you for That's that. That's one thing we've, <laughs> we've, we've we have carried forward. Yes. yes. Um, so each uh, bout with roller derby consists of two 30-minute halves, and each half is broken down into... Um, two-minute increments that are called jams. Um, There's two teams that field uh, up to five skaters at the start of the jam. Four of the skaters are called blockers, and one is called the jammer. Um, The jammer, uh, if you know anything about roller derby, um, is the point scorer for their team, and Mm -hmm. they wear a helmet cover with a star on it, so they're super easy to pick out amongst everybody else. Um, And then the blockers play both offense and defense at the same time, Um, and altogether the blockers make up what's called the pack. So uh, at the start of the jam, um, a jammer for each team must start behind the pack and has to get through all the other skaters for what we call an initial pass before Mm -hmm. being able to score points. Uh, And then when the initial pass is complete, the jammer can score one point for each opposing blocker that they pass with their hips. Um, The first jammer to illegally get out of the pack is declared lead jammer, uh, and they can end the jam at any time they want to before those two minutes are up by tapping their hips four times. Um, so for me, the easiest way to think about roller derby is kind of like a really complicated race. <laughs> yeah. um, so as a jammer, the point is to lap blockers on the opposing team and score points by doing so. And as a blocker, your goal is to stop the other team's jammer and help your jammer through at the same time. Uh, and all of this is played on roller skates. So <laughs> yes. um, sounds super easy. <laughs> and um, and we love it. It's a It's... Definitely one of the more complex games I've ever played in my life, but um, but it's it's so fun and it's kind of I don't know it's a wild time to watch people on roller skates 
we just roll around and smack into each other. And I think to add to that, like if you're trying to picture this and you've never seen Derby before, it's played on a big oval track. So we're all skating, um, what, counterclockwise? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. If nothing goes right, turn left. Turn left. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. Um, so basically, we're just like in a line going left the whole time. And the blockers are trying to stop the jammer from getting through. And the jammer's trying to get through. And for each person that you pass their hips, you get a point. Um, that's the synopsis of it. And it's full contact. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. That we do remember. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I... I I'm interested now with the you know expansion and inclusion. Mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation in a previous interview, which was uh, you would expect the blocker to be sort of a bigger uh, body type, and then the jammer to be sort of a little a dart, but not always. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of them was, was very long and lanky, and they were, they were surprisingly good at being a jammer and sort of. Uh, rather than kind of going under the fence, sort of like going through the slats, um, sort of an odd analogy. But uh, I'm just curious, uh, uh, you know, again, since there's, we're sort of breaking down stereotypes, is that even happening with um, some of the roles on the team? Yeah, I would love to talk about this. So I'm, uh, this is Twanda. I um, have been skating for like 10 or so years playing roller derby. And it's been so cool to watch the evolution of the sport. Um, it has become more body inclusive mm-hmm. and not just like weight and size or trans or gen, like all of that. It's basically, if you want to do something, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spot for everyone. And the really cool thing is there's something that everyone's going to excel at. And there's other parts of the sport that those same people are going to struggle with. So as we are blockers, we're complimenting each other on the track. And as we're jammers, we're, working as part of our walls um, to be successful. So last home team season, I jammed a lot. Mm. I'm five foot 10, five foot 11 and almost 300 pounds. You would not expect that from like historical mm-hmm. jammers. Usually they're tiny little things that can like go through the tiny holes in the walls. <laughs> um, instead, I just desu- decide to like go through and destroy them. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, nice. But at the same time, Thorne, who is a smaller bodied person, uh, both jams and blocks, like didn't you just win an MVP jammer and an MVP blocker nice. um, at our last g- travel team game? Yeah, and <laughs> yes, that, I did. That was me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so what is it that um, initially, you know, attracted you to the sport, and you know, is that the same thing that keeps you coming back? Maybe we can start with you, Thorn. Yeah, sure. Um, partially, I just like games and sports, and I was looking for something to like work out that was more exciting than just like running. Yeah, but also like on a deeper level, one. Um, it's like a pretty large access to queer community mm. and it was the first queer community I had in my early 20s. Uh, yeah. And then also, it's just so empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel so strong on the track and it makes me feel strong in my day-to-day life, and which is so helpful. How about I, you folks? Yeah, I'm going to echo that entirely. Um, I decided to play roller derby because I was tired of being afraid of things. Mm. Um, I was 23, 24 when I first started skating and... I wanted to do something that scared me and I wanted to jump head first into it. Um, and then I found myself through the whole sport. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here getting teared up. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> but like I f- 
found a reason for my body to be present rather than just like being an object. Uh. Like there was a reason to be strong. There was a reason to like my legs were there to propel me forward. My, you know, the anyways, there's a whole all of that. And so the whole body acceptance and being present in my body. And then beyond that, the community is huge. Mm. Um, And we have specifically the last two years since COVID really focused on um, working on rebuilding our community in a positive way. Like I mentioned before, we have the MWR committee, morale, welfare and recreation, and it's focused on being supportive and taking care of each other Mm -hmm. um, because we are, individuals beyond just roller skaters and yeah. roller derby people. Um, so that's why I stay. Yeah. How about you, Femme? Um, so I, uh, I grew up playing lacrosse, which I absolutely loved, and I missed the team sport. Um, mm-hmm. And I, uh, I moved, um, I grew up in Western North Carolina, moved away for a little bit, but I moved back to Asheville in 2019, and I was looking for a community. Um, and I... I saw a poster for Blue Ridge Roller Derby for a game that they had in in that summer. And I was like, man, that seems kind of cool. I'll go check it out. Um, They had uh, a whole tournament that day of four games, and I ended up staying for all four games. I was immediately hooked. Because I wanted to be on the track with everybody else really being strong like that. It It was immediately drew me in so the community is what keeps me coming back for sure uh, and we do want to talk about some things that are coming up you have a kind of a community meet and greet yeah. um, and then the, uh, about the following week um but yes uh, when we did have uh blue ridge on uh, previously and were uh, able to go and uh, see some of the bouts that were happening at the civic center i remember coming back and commenting just uh to see the young girls sort of just staring we're like this is awesome look mm-hmm. like Girls being awesome <laughs> yeah. and, and and fast and physical and um, so to have that plus even a wider community now again just more people getting to look and see versions of themselves doing a sport they didn't know was available to them must be amazing. Um, m- maybe before um, we take a break, you guys could uh, tell us about the different teams within the teams um, that you were referring to the travel team, the home teams. That would be great. Um, so overall, we have two different like sections of roller derby. We have our travel team section, um, which has our y'all stars mm. and our retrogrades. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Y'all yeah. stars. How is that the first time you need to coin this phrase yeah. and make some money off of it? Well, that's the really cool thing is we just went through a whole rebranding with um, changing our name to Blue Ridge Roller Derby. We have new logos, new team names. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, and with that, we also split up our league into three home teams. Mm. Um, the home teams are awesome. They are the Swarm, and we're going to win next week because all three of us are on the Swarm. <laughs> yes. Sam yeah. and I are the captains this season, um, and Thorne is amazing, and we're just going to kill it. Um, nice. But beyond that, we also have the Copperhead Outlaws and the Black Balsam Baddies. Nice. <laughs> the, one of the great things about Blue Ridge Roller Derby is... The names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's the away team, the visiting team? Are you guys both on that? Yes. So um, so our, our A team, we have two travel teams that um, uh, play competitive games against other teams throughout the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. So there's, I don't, I know there's more than 400 teams mm. um, in total with Woofdada. Um, I think over six continents, it's all over the world. 
Um, and so our, our A team is called the Y'all Stars. Our B team is called the Retrogrades. And these are the teams that travel um, all over the country. Um, technically, we could travel internationally, um, but to play, uh, play teams and um, eventually work our way into to regionals and then championships from there. So fingers crossed. <laughs> but <laughs> beyond that, our October 8th game mm -hmm. um, is uh, the start of our home team season. Mm -hmm. okay. And so the home teams, uh, they play against each other. And then we culminate in a home team championship at the end of the season. Um, so one like one third of our league is the swarm and that's us um, and then one third is the black balls and baddies and then we have the copperhead copperhead goodness gracious copperhead outlaws um, and so this first game on October 8th at 2 p.m. is going to be the swarm versus the baddies fantastic yeah. uh, we will give you many opportunities to do so but for some reason someone was just listening for this first 15 minutes um if someone did want to go and find out more information about the upcoming bouts and otherwise uh, where could they go um you can find us on instagram at blue ridge roller derby or at our website blue ridge roller derby.com talking to members of the team of the Blue Ridge Roller Derby, but first these messages. Programming support is also brought to you by West Village Market and Deli, located at 771 Haywood Road in West Asheville. The West Village Market offers all organic produce and groceries with a focus on local. Orders can be placed for delivery or picked up at westvillagemarket.com. Well, as uh, Tom said a little bit earlier, you all used to be um, skating in downtown Asheville at formerly known as the Civic Center. We have lots of former names that we're talking <laughs> about here tonight. Um, and But you all are not currently there. So where can people go and see you all play? Um, yeah, so we're now at the Smoky Mountain Event Center, okay. which is in Waynesville. Okay. That's where our, our home bouts are. Okay, good. And is that a good home for you guys? Do you like it? Or are you still like, we'd love to do something special just for us? Yeah, I mean, SMEC is what we call them for short. They've been really nice. good to us. They, It's a great location, lots of space. Um, it would be nice being in Asheville, but... Um, yeah, I, I feel grateful for what Smex offered us. Definitely, We have an amazing partnership with them. We have been, honestly, as long as I can remember, trying to find a space to call our home. Um, when I first started skating, we skated at Tar Wheels, um, which is mm. now like a tire store, um, okay. which in Sawananoa. And it yeah. was great, but now we've been looking for um, a place to call our home. We've mm -hmm. been fundraising. We've been um, getting sponsors over the years and trying to find something that we can have more autonomy mm -hmm. over the choice of like when we have our practices, be able to utilize it every day if we wanted to. Yeah. Not to kick off annoying hockey players, stuff <laughs> right. like that. Annoying yeah. hockey players <laughs> or, you know, a county fair or something. Yeah. It's not like they're important, right? No, they totally are. And I'm grateful, like I said, for the space that we have, but it would be great to have our own home base yeah. um we're always looking for sponsorships and sponsors through that you can find more information about that at blueridgerollerderby.com um and then yeah I and smartly if someone was hmm do I really want to go all the way up to Waynesville? If there's only a way to maybe sort of meet and greet them here in Asheville <laughs> uh, so I can have a good idea of what I might want to do the following week, you've given people a chance to do that. So uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about what's coming up uh, on Sunday. Yeah, so um, before Sunday really fast, we, we are um, skating the 
um, Blue Ridge Pride is having their um, their yearly, their annual procession, which we will be skating in nice. this coming Saturday, September 30th. That's cool. Um, the parade, I believe, starts at 1030 in the morning. Get there a little early. Get you a, a spot right up front to, to see us skate through. Um, you can you can check out blueridgepride.org for more information about what's happening with that. And then I'm going to let Thorne talk about our meet and greet on Sunday. Yeah. Um, the Hop Ice Cream, um, they, I guess, have been longtime fans of mm. Blue Ridge Roller Derby. Um, the owner reached out to us, and they are going to be hosting a meet and greet at their Merriman location. Oh, cool. So that's this Sunday, October 1st. It's from 1 to 3. Um, there's bubble tea there and mm-hmm. ice cream. It's a chance to just meet the skaters, talk about roller derby, find out when our games are. There's also going to be raffles with, I think we have like five or six gift cards for a lot of North Asheville businesses that'll just be raffled off. Oh, neat. And then you all want people to get involved, right? Absolutely. Just not only as sponsors, which you talked about before, but maybe even play, yeah. participate, or what? Be a ref? Yeah. Absolutely. So... Blue Ridge Roller Derby, like almost every roller derby league in the world, um, we are run by volunteers. Mm. Um, we are a nonprofit, and so everything that we do um, by putting on the games and everything that's run by the skaters and really our family and our friends. <laughs> um, so if you want to be involved, reach out to us. Let us know. You can skate. You can ref. You can do something called non-skating officials. Mm. Um, so they're the ones that run like our penalty box. Um, they manage the scoreboard. They do the jam timing. Like there's always a way to be involved. But if you also don't want to be super official and you want to be able to chair and scream for the swarm because we're going to win, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, work the ticket booth. You can, mm, you yeah. know, there's all of that. Um, and then if you do want to get involved with athletics, we put on derby schools throughout the year. Um, we just had one finished, but we're planning our next uh, year of them. Um, and so that's coming up. And then with derby schools, you can do that as a skater for the process of becoming part of the league as a, a derby person. Words are really hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And then it's only also, live radio. It's yeah, hard. that's it. Um, and then you can also participate in derby school if you want to become a ref. Um, so yeah. if you have experience skating, um, tell all of your hockey friends, mm-hmm. we would love to have you. Um, you can come tell us what we're doing wrong and all of the penalties that we're making. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But also just to say, if I, when I started playing roller derby, I did not know how to roller skate. I had yeah. zero idea. Mm. And I, I was taught how to run things, um, how to, literally how to skate um, when I started. So, so we will teach you from the very, very wheels up of, of how, to, how to roll. That's uh, great. Yeah. We do have just a few minutes left. And uh, so along with um, the... Uh, parade on saturday the ice cream social on sunday then you do have about the following yes. sunday out, out in waynesville at, again at swack is that uh, what you call it smack smack, smack. <laughs> i just love that it has a, a perfect roller derby uh, right. acronym to it um i'm just wondering if you could just try to describe the live experience even what it's like to be there and music and just the the circle around again and just just um let someone know what they could expect if they were to attend a live event yeah so our games are very fun um i've had my own family tell me like Watching Derby on TV is kind of lame, but mm. I don't think it's lame. But um, watching Derby in person is so exciting to yeah. just really be there and experience it in the moment. But um, we've got bleachers set up. We'll have food vendors. We'll have um, music happening. We always have a DJ. We have halftime entertainment. 
Um, it's, it's a really fun time, but you'll watch us get to play Derby right there. You can literally sit on the sidelines feet from where the action is happening. So, um, please come out. We were, we are having our very first home team game to kick off, uh, our home team season, um, on Sunday, October the 8th. That's at Smoky Mountain Event Center. You might've known it formally as Haywood County Fairgrounds. Um, they're at 758 Crabtree Road in Waynesville. Um, our first whistle will be at two. The doors will open at one o'clock that day. Um, please come hang out. Again, you can find us more. Um, you can find us online at blueridgerollerderby.com uh, or on our Instagram at Blue Ridge Roller Derby for more information. And if you would just assure people that, so wait, you guys are like playing each other. Like, yes. is that even going to be like spirited? Um, so, That's the best part. Yeah. So the really cool thing about home teams is it takes all of our different skill levels and blends them all up. So yeah, these are nice. going to be some of the best derby games you'll see all season from Blue Ridge because right. it's the most competitive. You know each other so well. Right. Yeah. yeah. We know how to exploit all of our own weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Excellent. Yeah. And then um, you guys also donate some proceeds to local yeah. nonprofits yeah. too? So we try for each bout to donate um, some some of the proceeds from the tickets to, to local nonprofits. Um, October is um, food security month. And so for, for this particular bout, we plan to donate a portion of our profits to Bounty and Soul. Um, just to be working towards that um, to, you know, help be bettering our community that we live in. That's great. Uh, is there anything else we didn't hit that you hit? Uh, come on, <laughs> you got to be doing that. Uh, so, yeah. We can try to slingshot it in at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just going to say for the game coming up, we have lots of stuff going on. We have a duck toss at halftime where you can win local prizes. What's a duck toss? <laughs> so we put a target in the middle of the track and you throw rubber ducks at it. Oh, nice. And if you hit the target or get the closest to the target, you win prizes. Um, and we... Are, have generous donors from all over Asheville. Um, I own Budgie's Bake Shop in Candler and oh, will yeah. be there vending coffee and pastries and all of that fun stuff. Um, DJ Ray Sound Systems is there as a DJ. Um, and then we are always looking for sponsors. Mm. We can't make this work without help from the larger community. So you can reach out to sponsorship at blueridgerollerderby.com. Awesome. Well, I think we're all set. Thank you Thank all you. so much. Thorn, T-Dub, Fam. This is awesome. This has been really fun. Thank you so much, Thank guys. You so much for yeah, thanks for sharing your story. Okay, we are back here on Run That Back. Our thanks to Blue Ridge Roller Derby for coming on and talking about uh, their season and everything that's about Blue Ridge Roller Derby. So our thanks to them. That was really a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's nice to have a continuing relationship with some l local sports organizations, and we've always uh, been really glad to feature what they do and who they're about and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yay. yay. Uh, and I appreciate, again, it reached out just a few days ago, and it turned out that they were doing um, something in the area tonight. So, hooray for synchronicity of schedule. That's fantastic. And we have our friend Bob Clausen, who is here. Say hi, Bob. Hey. Hi, Bob. <laughs> yeah. So Bob is uh, interning, shadowing, whatever verb we want to do. We are transitioning away from local sports to national sports. Uh, so we do like to talk about the NFL uh, when we are in NFL season. But there is uh, a particular um, occurrence that happened in the NFL. Uh, there was a great disturbance in the NFL force. Um because um, 
Taylor Swift uh, attended a national football game, a national football league game uh, at Arrowhead Stadium. And so I, you know, I was thinking about it on Monday. Like we like to think like, what's the like juicy storyline that we want to, you know, talk about in the upcoming week? And we're like, well, we got to talk about Taylor Swift like that. It's just huge. She is a global icon. She's more popular than everybody in the NFL put put together. And so I thought, you know what? We need to bring on my daughter, Stella Bunn, to talk about this because she's a fan of football. She's a big fan of Taylor Swift, getting to see Taylor uh, during the Eras Tour. And so, Stella, you are the perfect person to talk about this. So welcome to Run That Back, Stella. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, Stella, we'll start there. Before we get to... Uh, Taylor Swift attending an NFL game and why she was there and who maybe she is spending time with these days. <laughs> um, you are one of the people who can say that you saw this uh, tour. That uh, uh, So I'd like to hear about that. And I understand there were some weather challenges and it, uh, yeah. it did not go off without a hitch, but somehow all the Swifties came together and uh, managed to ride out the storm. And uh, that was so just, just tell us about being able to uh, see Taylor and, and what that experience was like. So we got there and I was really um, stressing out because I was like, oh, are we going to get there on time? And then we got there and there was a whole bunch of people there and we got food. And then there was a lot of people and me and my mom were there and we had separated from our group because we were like, oh, some people will go to the seats. Some people will go get food. So we got food and then we look up at the (laughs) giant screen thing and it was like, Everybody, like, take shelter, basically. There's a giant weather storm. And we were stuck there standing up for four hours, maybe? Three Hmm. or four? It was crazy. Both of our phones died. We were just kind of stuck there. Like, we were right up. We were against a wall, which was good. But there were people, like, having panic attacks. It was kind of scary because there was a lot of, like, medic cries and stuff. But and then it started and it was still raining and you could see like lightning happening wow. while it was happening we were all like crossing our fingers like don't let her stop now that she's started but she went and did the whole show and you guys got out of there at like one in the morning right? yeah one in the morning we skipped the openers but like i think she did the whole rest of the show which is yeah. like a three and a half hour show in the Amazing. rain it was great yeah. Um, so let's fast forward to this weekend. Um, so uh, we'll just say, so Travis Kelsey, he's an all pro uh, tight end with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're Super Bowl champions. He's been in a lot of commercials. He hosted Saturday Night Live last year. So he is a visible NFL player. Um, he even had a dating reality show for a while oh. called catching travis or something like that yeah um, <laughs> nice i uh, didn't know about that uh, yes. i actually heard about that uh, yeah. the taylor swift web uh, yes thing. so uh which he's a little like uh, kind of rolls his eye about like i can't believe i agreed to do that but yeah so he's uh, someone who's not afraid to put himself out in in a, in a public domain and then uh, do i understand he sort of spoke this to the universe he sort of said uh, uh i i would like to meet Taylor Swift. So he sort of like said, "Let it be known," and then somehow uh, it, it wasn't just a uh, an empty wish. It, it happened. Yeah, he wanted he 
talked on his podcast, he was like, I'm really sad that she doesn't talk to people before or after because he had a friendship bracelet because everybody's trading friendship bracelets at the shows, has a friendship bracelet that had his number on it. Oh, nice. And he wasn't able to give it to her, but he... Yeah, kind of spoke it into an existence, manifested, if you <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. And so so he did that, and then, uh, like, a flirtation started, right? I think that's what we've... Yeah, it was like, they're just hanging out. We didn't yeah. have any proof or anything. So that was the last we knew. And, and so, yeah, so then she... Um, she shows up and she is in at Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs play um, in Travis Kelsey's mom's box. Um, and we've also come to know of Travis Kelsey's mom because she's also on a commercial because yep. um, the Kelsey brothers. So right. uh, his brother plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. So they went up against each other in the Super Bowl. She sort of famously had a, a shirt that was a blend of a Kansas City and a Philadelphia shirt. And then I think they're doing like a soup commercial together or something. So there's this, we, we even sort of know about her. Yeah. Um, and she seems like football mom yeah you know like totally. you boys love you both whoever wins <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll root for you and whoever loses i'll hug you kind of thing yeah so i checked in with ryan smart who's a chiefs fan yep. and i said you know I, I was like i'm not watching the game live like how many um cutaways are they doing up to the box every time I, yeah and he said yeah they're doing lots of cutaways but they've mentioned it even more times and like they showed this like videos on the sideline of the Chiefs players just kept looking up there. Like Patrick Mahomes, who's like one of the most famous athletes in the world, is up there. Like, wait, is Taylor up there? You know. And um, so, um, so then um, let's just finish out the night, and we can then talk about the impact. So. Uh, there's lots of cuts to her. She's cheering. She's pounding on the glass. She's uh, chest bumping with a guy. You showed me that um, yeah. that replay of that. And then um, and then after the game, they went off into the night in his in convertible his car. Nice ca car. Camaro. Yeah, and he was in this like cool kind of cool uh jean suit thing that i was like i can't wear that but travis kelsey can well it was like it's it's like the 1989 painter set and oh, 1989 oh, taylor's yes, version is right. coming out in october so yeah so we were like oh so they coordinated or he coordinated to match her so there was some of that happening too. And some people are even it was very kind of choreographed, literally like driving away in the convertible, all very visible that they were sort of filming a music video in real time in a way. Yeah. Um, but Stella, my question for you is, uh, how did news reach you that Taylor Swift would be at the game? Uh, there was just so much of everything. Like everything was like just screenshots of her on my entire Instagram page. It was just screenshots of like the game. It was it's screenshots of Twitter, which is funny because I don't have Twitter or X. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you um, don't have to apologize for that garbage. It, it's been an episode of <laughs> yeah. formerlies. So, yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, it was all screenshots of Twitter of pictures of her, like all uh, multiple layers. But it was all over everything. Just her, like absolutely smiling and having the time of her life, like. Yeah. Eating chicken tenders with so so now we need to get into the perfect so, one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, 
Taylor Swift fans, Swifties, uh, that's, uh, you're allowed to say Swifties, right? It's not, okay. Uh, I wasn't sure if it, I I didn't think it was derogatory, but. Oh, no, not at all. It's the name Uh, for themselves. But the self-appointed. But like, you, I'll count you as part of it, uh, like, very interested in the details of, uh, of, Taylor of what she does because she puts a lot of her life into her work. So she's famous for writing about, you know, boyfriends and um, people that she's been with and not all that, um, you know, mostly those are sort of sort of sad tales. But what's been amazing is as soon as this has happened, so these numbers are just like two days old and so they might be so... Travis Kelsey gained over 300,000 social media followers. There's been a 400% increase in merchandise sales across the NFL. And tra- Travis Kelsey is now a top five selling jersey in the NFL. Yeah, those are the exact stats okay. I have too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, when Swifties go in on something, yep. they go in on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think, I can't think of another thing off the top of my head but Mm -hmm. there's been so many instances of that like just across the board where she's mentioned like a person just off like just a person and then everybody's like oh my gosh yes (laughs) like i totally love that person too yeah um that's great what did you you know the best part about that game and and taylor swift honestly is we have completely forgot who Kansas City played. <laughs> oh, that's right. How great was Taylor Swift? Which was day? Bob's Chicago Bears. Yeah, Bob is a Chicago Bears know, fan who lost fifteen game losing streak. Yeah, <laughs> they lost what forty one nothing. Forty one nothing. So, but all anybody cares about is thank yeah. you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's also been this thing of like. Um, she's, she's dated some pretty famous people, um, you know, like Jake Gyllenhaal and others, John uh, Mayer, John Mayer, Harry Styles. Yeah. Harry Styles. And she's written songs about them and good and bad. Yeah. And so like, you know, this is a big thing. Like Travis Kelsey, you know, he is a celebrity. We said that he's, he's okay with notoriety, but this is a different level that he might not I don't know if he's ready for this, and there's a possibility that if things don't go right, that maybe he, he gets a song written about him. Well, it depends. Like, usually she doesn't write songs about stuff. Like, if it's right now, it's kind of like they're just getting to know each other, sure. having fun. So she's probably not going to write a song about that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's more like if they have a long-term relationship. But right now, I don't know if we can say, oh, if they break up now, she's going to write a song. Because yeah. in my, like, looking at her... Disco- What's that word? Discography? Disto- yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Discography, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't write songs about guys who she just has fun with, you yeah. know? Um, so there's been a couple of uh, things with this. Social media has done a lot of fun things about how like Swifty fans, you know, are like, 
uh, Swifties are like, what is, you know, football? Are you running? You're passing? And then in four weeks, they'll be like, why aren't they going a post route with Kelsey to go up right. against the Tampa 2 defense? <laughs> you know, like. Why does Kansas City refuse to address their wide receiver problem? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, the level of detail, because the Swifties go all in on everything that she is, that they're going to be experts in football in a few weeks, which is very fun. Um, there is also a um, very funny tweet. So also a famous person who attended an NFL game this weekend was Chris Christie, former governor of um, New Jersey of New Jersey, and uh, running for president right now. And he was in the Dallas Cowboys box and somebody was like, ooh, who on the Cowboys is Chris Christie dating? <laughs> you know, they just, keep cutting to him. Does this mean anything? <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so it, it's it's been a lot of fun with all of that stuff. Did he walk out wearing Dak Prescott's soon-to-be-released line of clothing <laughs> all right we have stella bun here uh, really happy to have you on the show for my birthday so that's really cool uh, so um we we're talking about uh taylor swift travis Ke- travis kelsey so i was thinking about this with uh, especially with obsessive taylor swift fans but there are also obsessive nfl fans so i remember when jessica simpson who i asked you if you knew who she was and you're like not really but she was uh you know a pop star a pop singer and she was dating tony romo and i remember that cowboy fans got really mad because like on on his buy, they like went out uh, to Mexico or something, and and everybody was like, "How dare they?" And you know, and they were like, "Well, it's a buy week. Like that's what we do. We go on vacation." So I'm interested to see if the relationship continues. If Chiefs fans will start to get upset if there's something in the play that gets affected. Uh, is uh, she still on tour at the time to- right now, or is the tour concluded? Uh, no, she's going back on tour. She's kind of taking a break for 1989 to his version just sure. to release that. But she is going back on tour like Europe, Asia, Australia gotcha. kind of stuff. So Because people are curious, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing in New York this uh, week, which is, mm-hmm. you know, entertainment capital. It's New York, New York. Oh, yeah. Tickets sold out immediately, I heard. Is that right? Yes. Um, so uh, everyone's already looking. Which is, And she lives there, too? Um, yeah. Uh, if you say so. Uh, You're uh, there? Yeah. So... Uh, it's immediately making a game that would not be all that interesting. Now, you, you, again, what I enjoy about our conversations, Taylor, is not only do you know about Taylor Swift, but you also know about football. So it's not like you're like, what is this football thing? that you're, Again, so you were probably going to watch anyways, but now you had more interest. But um, as you may know, the New York Jets, they had Aaron Rodgers sort of come and in, in to uh, save them. Uh, after years from the Packers and they got hurt in the first few uh, plays. Um, so they're not particularly good right now. Um, so Kansas City coming to New York to play Jets would be like, oh, no, no reason to watch. But now people are going to watch me like, is she there? Is she going to be there? Her? Yes. Well, there's like, there's been stuff about this before with her playing the Super Bowl is that oh, yeah. the tickets would just be swamped with Swifties. Like, all the tickets, there would be almost no like NFL fans there. It would be all to see Taylor Swift. That's interesting. Uh, so we did find out who will be the uh, Super Bowl halftime show uh, uh, this Usher. week. Uh, we found out that it will be Usher, um, which I, I think uh, had a okay. Yeah. Completely blown over by the fact that Taylor Swift was at the show, by yeah. the way. Like yeah. that information was just swept exactly. under yeah. the rug. And so it would be interesting 
Let's see if the Chiefs make another Super Bowl if uh, if she attends and if they're still together. Uh, the other thing, just throwing that out there, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs these days. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, as uh, many of our listeners probably remember. And so I'm wondering if she's going to be kind of like the Kim Basinger uh, um, character in The Natural, who's kind of like a curse to Kelsey, you know? I'd be all for that, you know? They can be they can be happy, you know, but maybe the play suffers a little bit. I'd be okay with well, that. Well, here's the thing. Even if, like, it's not because of her, if Travis Kelsey slips up, people are going to be like, oh, he's distracted. Totally. Like, because I know they were up 41 to 0, and, you know, they let their... Um, starters take a break and he asked to go up to the box to sit with taylor swift and his oh, mom really? and they said no yeah but they okay. made him stay on the sideline <laughs> yeah i okay. think that's the right that, yeah i that know but like if they had said yes people would have been like oh my gosh travis kelsey does not care about football he just like wants yeah. to hang out with his girlfriend taylor swift they did see i mean it is not at all uh, atypical for Travis Kelsey to catch a touchdown pass as part yeah. of the Kansas City. I mean, he, he usually does uh, catch one almost every game. But there sim- did seem to be a point when they were already up a good amount that, like, we got to get him a touchdown. Yeah, so we can get that reaction shot. Yes. And we got to see her say, let's effing go, which was right. a lot of fun. Um, so, um, okay, moving on from Taylor Swift. Uh, quickly, what um, what were you able to do this weekend? Um, I went up to Buffalo, go Bills, and um, <laughs> ran the 50-yard finish, which ends at the 50-yard line in the Buffalo Bills Stadium. I don't know what the name of the stadium yeah, is. Yeah, Highmark Stadium, Highmark I think. Stadium. Yeah, and you got to run through the tunnel that the players did. Like, yeah. that's the end of the race. I have a really shaky video of me running through <laughs> it, but I, like, forget that I'm filming and start sprinting, and my arms go, like, crazy <laughs> up and down, and it's not a good video, but it's cool. No, it's, it's found footage. It's good yeah, footage. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it was a thrill doing that right yeah i was exhausted <laughs> but it was i was really happy to do it because you would actually not just run 50 yards but how how much had you run prior to that last 50 it was yards? a 5k, it was a 5K so 5K, like yeah, three five. miles yeah yeah <laughs> and so uh and then the other thing you are in your field hockey uh uniform how are the Asheville high cougars doing this year we're doing really good we just won our conference we had an away game and we won two zero i think nice. or maybe three i can't quite remember <laughs> but it's um, all a blur it's yeah. just like playing the bears you <laughs> yeah. can't even remember how I know, high it was you get. so high no <laughs> just like the dolphins which you know yeah right that got brushed over too yeah right um <laughs> nice <though. laughs> um, but you guys are yeah you you've won the conference now. yeah we have won the conference well i mean like we're number one you're number one okay we're number one right that's now. awesome and a few more weeks and then the playoffs start yeah yay hooray well good stuff well thanks stella you're welcome um, should we move on to... Uh, yeah, uh, but we'll just... Uh, quick... Uh, not, yeah, we did mention there was a big trade in the NBA today, so... Yes. Uh, this is getting... I mean, this would normally right. be 15 minutes. Maybe we'll yeah. get more time to talk about next week. But yeah, Dame Lillard has been traded, not to the Miami Heat, but to the Milwaukee Bucks, in what turned out to be a three-team uh, deal. 
that involved also the Phoenix Suns. And yep. uh, yeah, a, a lot uh, of big names. Being- Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton wound up with the Trailblazers. Phoenix got uh, Nurkic from the Trailblazers and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, some other players and some draft picks and things like that. Grayson Allen. Yeah. And, oh, and then Grayson Allen. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter be like, oh, so you got rid of DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul to sort of like change the mood of the team. <laughs> but then you brought in Grayson Allen, who is just a specific specific energy you mean the uh, mac brown of the nba <laughs> i'm sorry uh, yeah i like that, that right? mac uh, jones mac jones sorry, yeah, yeah 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 exactly um i knew i knew who you meant you. even you though you like mac and cheese yes. yeah uh so yeah big trade um so uh that and then uh yeah, there's, there's a lot to focus on. There was a, a fantastic college football game. The Ohio State-Notre uh, Dame game was remarkable. Yeah, uh, Bob's Finishing a on, on a last-second uh, uh, score by Ohio State, uh, which is a, a play I did call. I was like, they got to run it. They got to run it. And it turns out uh, Notre Dame forgot to put 11 players on the field for the last two plays. That's right. And it uh, turns out it is hard to stop um, a goal line uh, rush when you're a player down. And then uh, you were talking about upcoming games uh the big game is involves stella and yeah. my favorite team uh the two and one buffalo bills are going against the undefeated miami dolphins who just put up 70 points against the denver broncos i know you do not enjoy the the work of the denver broncos so that must have been uh gratifying it was just stunning it's you're stunning. just uh when did this become a video game yeah. yeah i know i mean so we were we didn't watch the game live uh we were driving back from buffalo but we just kept getting highlights and updates and we were like oh my gosh i can't believe it's already this what's the um mike mcdaniels right used yeah. to be the ball boy for the denver broncos that's right correct so now well, he just put up 70 points on them yeah it all comes full oblong yeah um, <laughs> exactly all right we come to the end of the show what we call coffin corn where we recognize those from the world of sports and entertainment who have left us and yesterday one of generally the all-time greats yes um, brooks robinson hall of fame baseball player for the baltimore orioles considered perhaps the greatest third baseman of all time he was uh uh an all-star 18 straight times uh, incredible uh two time world series champ uh, being a world series mvp uh, one of those uh, uh world series and one of those players that i remember my mom being like brooks robinson one of the best players i've seen and i'm like mom you know baseball players and she's like yeah. no so he the was way just we so are graceful. when we yeah. see um you know uh, a staff you know do some things yeah. or john Morant, you're like oh like that was brooks robinson yeah, totally. when you were like how did he go into the third row of the stands and still throw the guy out at <laughs> first place completely kind of yeah um, so he really was and also um all the stories you know his autograph was everywhere because he just never turned yeah. down a chance to sign an autograph to be good to people all that kind of stuff so that's a big one and then just very quickly uh david mccallum scottish actor who appeared in the great escape the man from uncle but perhaps best known as ducky on ncis um uh, him in his lab coat and then uh, Terry Kirkman American musician and vocalist for the pop group The Association um, who were responsible for one of my favorite songs ever Cherish Cherish is the word that I used to describe yeah ooh, that's a great song ooh, ooh, ooh. thanks for listening to Run That Back we'll see you next week